Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Seton, what if I told you there's a bacon, then there's number one thick cut, tastes like a touchdown in your mouth bacon. You must be talking about Wright brand bacon because mm-hmm. they are not playing when it comes to the premium quality of their bacon. It's thick cut, hand trimmed, and real wood smoke. Real. And you can tell. So why settle for average bacon when you can have the real stuff? That's right. And if you're looking to upgrade any meal, any meal, try Wright brand bacon. That's called Wright brand bacon. You won't regret it. Experience bacon the right way. You are listening to the Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Whenever we talk about the success of the Kansas City Chiefs, we normally start with Patrick Mahomes. But he's not the only longtime chief who deserves credit for this success because Andy Reid has been an elite coach for a long time. He had a lot of success in Philadelphia, five NFC title game appearances, and then success with the Kansas City Chiefs. They lose Tyreek Hill in the offseason, no big deal. And you did have analysts who said they're going to be more dangerous. I thought they were going to be different. I didn't know how they could be more dangerous when you don't have the fastest player in the NFL. But you do have Patrick Mahomes. But Andy Reid and that partnership, Eric Bieniemy, their offensive coordinator, feels like there's no arguing on the sidelines this week. After what happened last week, they got everything back to normal and picked up the win Here is Tom Brady talking about Patrick Mahomes. Very fortunate to maximize mine. I've had a lot of mentors in my life that played a very important role in helping me be the best I could be too. So the least I could do is give it back uh, to all the other people that are looking for success in their field. The Tampa Bay Buccaneers rushed for three yards last night. The Kansas City almost uh, ran for 200 yards last night. So that balance was the big uh, difference here. And Tampa's defense, which when it shows up is awesome, did not show up last night. And uh, here's Tom Brady, or uh, Patrick Mahomes talking about going into the matchup with Tom Brady. I see him in the offseason a lot now. I just had a good look on the rest of the year. I feel like I said this earlier in the week, I think in some interview where I was like, I feel like I've had the last game against Tom Brady like four times now. So uh, it's uh, until he is not on that field when I step on the field, I'm not going to believe this is my last game against him. All right. Mahomes looked great. And, and Mahomes will occasionally remind us, and it's strange that he has to remind us of just how great he is. Improv- improvisational skills are wonderful. And we had Rex Ryan on, 
who's known for creating great defenses when he was a head coach and a defensive coordinator. And I said, who would you rather face, Josh Allen or Patrick Mahomes? He's like, oh, gosh, don't want to go against Josh Allen. We almost have moved past Patrick Mahomes because we're waiting for the next Patrick Mahomes. It's like, oh, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert. I mean, even Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, hey, you got your MVP. We're waiting for that next contract. But uh, who's the next quarterback coming up? Is it Jalen Hurts? It, it, we're, we're quick to put people through the turnstile. Like, next, next. But you forget just how special these quarterbacks are. And Mahomes last night, uh, I know the game was felt a little more closer than it was, but Mahomes looked like he was in complete control out there. Josh Allen and the Bills, a comeback against the Ravens. I had high hopes for the Ravens this year. First half against the Dolphins, first half against the Bills. That's a Super Bowl caliber team. Second half against the Dolphins, second half against the Bills. That's a team that doesn't make the playoffs. Now you're in a bad division. And you got Cincinnati as the defending AFC champs. Cleveland lost. The Steelers lost. And you're just trying to get into the postseason. That's all you're trying to do here. And that Ravens team is really good, at least offensively. Defensively, I had some questions, and certainly some questions yesterday. As I'm watching the strategy here, do you go for fourth down? And, you know, are you trying to go up by three? Like, I'm trying to understand what John Harbaugh is doing here. Because he said afterwards, hey, you know, I had confidence in my defense. Hey, if, they, if we don't get it on the two-yard line, then they've got to go 98 yards or whatever. You've got to kick a field goal. You know, I feel confident in my defense. Well, you went for it. Therefore, you don't feel confident in your defense. Because if you did, just kick the field goal and your defense is going to stop them. But going for the touchdown, to me, signified we got to score a touchdown because we're not going to stop them. And that was the case. Here's John Harbaugh on his end-of-game strategy. And then the worst thing, the other thing you think you're going to get the ball at the two-yard line. So I'm very confident in our defense. Defense's ability to stop them down there with the ball on the two-yard line. So we got them backed up. If we don't get it, didn't turn out that way, unfortunately, and we lost the game. So He's since said that they should have taken the points. If you want to go for it, you got Lamar Jackson, come up with a better play call. That was my only problem with it. Okay. It's fourth and two at the two-yard line. How about a run-pass option? I don't want my quarterback backing up 20 yards to try to throw a pass. But I got to put some pressure on the defense. Run-pass option there. And I didn't think the play calling was great. And even if they got it, like I was just trying to understand the logic behind it. And I, I, I didn't. I just thought, take the three. Bad weather, take the three. And then hold on for dear life. Or when the Bills got into the red zone inside the five, let him score a touchdown and then get the ball back. Instead, they ran the clock down and kicked the field goal and ended up winning. But give credit to Buffalo. Be able to come back. But also, this is twice now with the Ravens. You were blowing out the Dolphins. And you were blowing out the Bills. And when you think of the Ravens, you think Lamar Jackson in a pretty good defense. Well, they got Lamar Jackson. That defense, that's the albatross. Yeah, Seaton. It feels like if they had 
gotten that three points, they might as well have just gotten zero anyway because that defense wasn't stopping anybody. No. And that's why when he said, hey, I trust you know my defense. No, you didn't. That's why you were going for a touchdown here <laughs> because you knew you weren't going to stop Josh Allen. All right. Uh, poll question today, Seton. Well, Dan, we might as well skew a little negative. Ooh. Uh, Paulie sent these ones over as if that was redundant, what I just said. Shocker. Mm. Mm. Uh, so who had the worst Ooh. weekend? Who had, okay. who had the worst weekend? Uh, Oklahoma. Not great. Uh, Browns. Ooh. Stinker. Steelers. Steelers is an interesting one because they may have had a good bad weekend. Okay. Or a bad good weekend. With Kenny Pickett coming in for Mitchell Trubisky. It's always exciting when you get the new guy in, right? It is. And not all those interceptions were on him. And it, But at least it, it felt like there was some energy there in the building. It felt like, okay, all right, let's see what we have here. All right, maybe not this week, but next week. And then I'm thinking, let me see the Steelers' schedule. Steelers, huh. they're one and three. At the Bills on Sunday, they host the Buccaneers. They're at the Dolphins. They're at the Eagles. Good God! They host the Saints, and then they host the Bengals. Who were they beating? No, nobody. Gosh. I'm going to change this. This is a great loss by the Steelers. You lose to the Jets. You could easily dump Mitch Trubisky now and go with your, the new guy. Small hands. Can he pick it? But now you have a season where everyone knows you're not competing for anything. You go, what, 5-12, and 12, you get the fifth pick in the draft, and you add uh, depth for Kenny Pickett in the offense. Mm. This is exactly how it's supposed to work out with a rookie contract. This program brought to you by M-Drive, supplements for driven guys. That supports healthy testosterone, the drive to get things done. Try M-Drive for $5. Text Dan to 55000. Feel good, accomplish more. Text Dan to 55000. Get your first order for 5 bucks. Message and data rates may apply. Uh, what else do we have poll question wise? Although I, I do like that one. What else? We could run down, actually do a little bit of a good loss, bad loss. If you want, uh, like the lions this weekend, they lose 48, 45 to the Seahawks. The lions are averaging 35 a game. They're also giving up 35 a game, just a tick over 35 a game. When they get together in a team meeting today. Ooh, I wouldn't bring the offense and, and defense together. <laughs> There's offense, yeah, go in one door and defense yeah. go in the other. Yeah. Because it's only human nature to be like, you know what, you guys suck. Because yeah. we'd be winning a bunch more games. Yeah, that's one of those. Uh, offense is out, out of the building. Okay, come on in, defense. Yeah, Pauline. The Lions have scored 140 points, which yeah. is the best in the entire NFC. Yeah. Better than the Eagles, better than everybody. They've given up 141 points this yeah. season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Feels like a bad loss. The Lions have more points than the Cowboys or the Giants or the Packers. Those teams are three and one. Lions are one and three. God, that just stat of the Whoa! day. Stat of the day, stat of the day. Here comes that what? what? Stat of the day. Stop. And that damn London game, I had no idea. <laughs> Like I see Paulie, I don't know what time it was. It was around uh, noon or so. And uh, he goes, uh, hey, how about the Saints and Vikings? And I go, what about it? He goes, no, they're playing. I go, ah, oh, damn, they got me again. I had no idea. We have to need, we need to come up with something like 
you know, the emergency broadcast system, you know, a little less important mm-hmm. than the emergency <laughs> broadcast system where this is only a test. Vikings Saints game is uh, on right now from London. Yeah, Paul. You, know, you ever watch those movies where it's in London and the uh, the cop cars always go, wee, wee, wee. <laughs> we should have that because everyone knows that's a London ambulance or cop car. Yeah, it just like, wakes up everybody in the household. Yeah, I forgot all about it. And I was like, oh, all right. Do- double doink. Vikings somehow win another game. What else do we have, Seton? Uh, well, we could do another good loss, bad loss. Uh, the Patriots. On paper, it looks like that was a good loss. Like, hey, you took the Packers to overtime, but then they also got Bailey Zappy, Zappy in there. Yeah. Who, for some reason, I refuse to believe that's his name, and it's really William Zabka. But from, from the Cobra Kai, from Cobra oh. Kai, yeah, I'm like, oh look, William Zabka is in there. No, it's not. That's not a good. They're one in three. Yeah, you know, you never thought if you're a Patriot fan that you'd be looking up to the Jets. You got Mac Jones out, Hoyer got hurt, concussion, and then uh, Zappi came in. By the way, he put up unbelievable numbers at Western Kentucky. Now, I know that's a whole lot different than the NFL, but he is a capable passer. And and there were scouts who really liked what he did at Western Kentucky and his arm and all of those things. Might be a while before he starts again, but to go into Lambeau, I don't know if any rookie has made his debut at Lambeau before, but but he did okay. Like it was, they was signed it kind of like Mac Jones light. It was ten of fifteen touchdown, and you know you, he'll be able to say to his grandkids, you know, I took Aaron Rodgers into overtime at Lambeau, and we had the ball and we could have won it. Yes, Todd. So on the flip side, is that a hey, bad win? Hey, Todd, let's ride. Okay. Is that a bad win for the Packers? <laughs> let's ride. Really? How about them Broncos? Let's ride. <laughs> and another holding penalty by Garrett Bowles. Todd has – Todd is going to do his own uh, – his Kevin Harlan game, uh, whether it may or may not have been something that Kevin Harlan actually said while calling the Broncos Raiders broadcast. We're going to do that a little later on. Todd. You got it. Yeah. Yes, Paul. You know what's really sad is Todd walks in today. It is fall. I think it was like 48 degrees this yeah. morning when you woke up. <laughs> He's wearing jeans and like a, a golf shirt for, that you'd wear in summer. And you could know that was a scramble move because he had his old Bronco outfit for Monday laid out post-win. Yes. You could tell. I had my Dangerous shirts and my Bronco Zubaz pants and my orange and blue sneakers. Because not to be. you look like if we're playing golf in June I'm ready. And, and you got dolphin colors, got some teal there, it looks like, or mint. Yeah. You would never know that in a few weeks it's going to be Halloween. Yeah. But you came in and that did feel like, uh, uh-oh, I got to, uh, I got to audible here. Got to audibleize. Conference loss, division loss. <laughs> Not good. Be sure to catch the live edition of the Dan Patrick Show weekdays at 9 a.m. Eastern, 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. The original light beer, 1975, Miller Lite. 
Yeah, the original. Yeah, 1975. Perfect companion for uh, us grill masters across the United States. This past weekend, even Mother's Day, I'm treating myself while I'm treating my wife for Mother's Day. Out there cooking, and I've got my Miller Lite, my friend, right there with me. Miller Lite keeps it simple. Undebatable quality. It's You can't debate it. I would try it. I would no, lose. you can't. Taste as great as the barbecue you're making. The beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters most. It tastes like a beer. Less filling. Only 96 calories. With a Miller Lite in hand, grilling doesn't just taste great. It, it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells great beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Ross Tucker set to join us. There he is. Oh, popped up on the screen. You scared me a little bit. It's like that scene in Animal House when Flounder, the picture of Flounder shows up and they all go, ah, <laughs> <laughs> ah there's Ross. Um, well, you know what, though, Dan? They got him in the fraternity anyway because his dad went there or whatever. Legacy. Kind of like me. Yeah. Even if you don't want me, DraftKings got me yeah. in today, so I'm in here anyway. Yeah, Flounder's <laughs> brother was a legacy. All right, uh, <laughs> let me start with the Steelers. Can you have a good loss if you're Pittsburgh, considering that you brought in Kenny Pickett to replace Mitchell Trubisky? No. I mean, I, I, I think there are some losses that are better than others, but I would say no for the Steelers for a couple of reasons, Dan. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing record. You know, that organization just looks at things differently than a lot of others do. They never give up on a year. They never give up on a game. And I think it's great that they put Pickett in. He did provide a spark. But you're up 20 to 10 in the second half against the New York Jets, and you let Zach Wilson lead two 70 plus yard touchdown drives. You're the Pittsburgh Steelers at home, and you're getting sliced and yeah, diced. But, but by good Zach in a Wilson. way that you've made the change to Kenny Pickett. 
Not that you, in your defense, that's inexcusable that you allow the Jets to come back in Pittsburgh, but Kenny Pickett is maybe now your quarterback moving forward. Is that a good thing, even though it was in a loss? Yeah, I would say it's a terrible loss, but that is the positive silver lining that Pickett did provide a spark in more ways than one, yes. All right. That's what I was trying to do. You know, you made it far more complicated. (laughs) Um, Help me understand John Harbaugh's logic here at the end of that game against Buffalo. Yeah, I think he, at that point, did not have a ton of confidence in his defense's ability to prevent the Bills from getting a field goal and tying it and going overtime. And I think he thought, on the two-yard line, I'm going to show some faith in Lamar because either we get a touchdown and then it greatly increases our chances to win the game Mm -hmm. or it's incomplete pass or we don't score – The Bills have to go the length of the field. They're at the two-yard line. I don't think when he did the calculation, and I've talked to these teams, Dan, I know you do too, they have all the win probability stuff. They they know if the Bills get the ball at the two, like they know all of the different win probability factors. I don't think they took into account Lamar throwing a pick and the Bills getting the ball at the 20. Because there's a big difference in terms of play calling and mindset when you start to drive at the two versus the 20. Although, you know what, I mean, the Bills marched down and could have easily scored a touchdown anyway. I mean, they were able to get to the one-yard line. But why didn't the Ravens let him score? Why didn't they let him score to get the ball back then? I think they were trying to. I think think that might be why Marcus Peters was so (laughs) fired up. Wait a minute. They couldn't stop them the entire game, and then you tell them just to let them score, and then they stop them. I think <laughs> I, I think the one play when the guy ran to the one yard line, he went down though. Like the Bills figured it out. I think they were even trying to let him score there. Yeah. And it must have been Singletary. I don't think he was really trying to score. And obviously the Bills very, very smartly knew we don't want to score a touchdown. We don't want to give the ball back. We can take the clock all the way down. It was perfect, Dan, because I had the Ravens plus three and a half. So the Bills get the win. Mm. The Ravens still cover. It mm. was it was a beautiful ending to that football game. All right. The Eagles went down, but not out. Came back, bad weather. Trevor Lawrence with fumbles. But, you know, a little bit tougher game probably than Philadelphia, or we thought it might be. But uh, you're comfortable with the Eagles? Are they the best team in the NFC right now? I think they are, and I'm not sure there's a team in the NFL that has a better roster than them right now. It's really unbelievable. I mean, they go out in free agency and get Hassan Reddick. He has two strip sacks of Trevor Lawrence in the fourth quarter. I mean, exactly why Howie Roseman went out and got him as a free agent. The one thing they hadn't done so far this year, Dan, was really have to overcome adversity. How about a pick six from Hertz? How about down 14-0 in the first quarter to your former coach, all they did after that adversity was score the next 29 points to go up 29-14. Thoroughly impressed by this Eagles team. And they certainly handled the rain a lot better than Trevor Lawrence. I mean, he had four fumbles, Dan. Two mm. of them were unforced. I thought he had big hands. I, I don't know what happened to Trevor Lawrence with all the fumbles. But that was a very impressive win by the Eagles. I mean, they're doing that, that's four straight really impressive wins by the Eagles. 
But if the Eagles went up against the Bills or went up against Kansas City or anybody else, who would you take in, in those matchups? Well, I think I think those are pro- – I'd love to see the betting line at DraftKings for those games because I think those are pretty much push games right now. I'd love to see okay. what the line would be. My guess is the Eagles would be slight underdogs because of Josh Allen, because of Patrick Mahomes, who were both ridiculous again yesterday. But the Eagles have an awfully good team. The, the question now is – how bad were the injuries they suffered? They lost two O-linemen yesterday. Slay only played three snaps. So the injuries might be getting them a little bit. But it's interesting, Dan, because that is the company that they're in right now. I mean, I think yeah. in my mind, the three teams in the AFC are the Ravens, Bills, and Chiefs. And I think the Eagles are kind of right up there with them in terms of teams that are looking like they have a legit chance to go to the Super Bowl. Feels like the Rams played opening night, and we haven't really talked about the Rams since then. Uh, feels like they're still formidable. Now you have the Niners game tonight. What do you expect out of this? Yeah, it's a good point because they played a couple nondescript games Sunday afternoon. People haven't really been paying attention to them, but they've won a couple in a row. Uh, I love some of the stuff that Sean McVay is doing. He basically puts a wide receiver, Ben Skoranek, at fullback now in the last game. That was awesome. This is a gut check time for Kyle Shanahan. I mean, I know there's some people in San Francisco that think the Niners organization should potentially move on from him. They told me that on the radio last week. That really stunned me. Really? But they were pathetic against the Broncos. This is a Monday night game. You know the way it is, Dan. Uh, The (laughs) primetime games are like 10 times as important in the court of public opinion. No Trent Williams. They need to play much, much better because – If the Rams win, and I kind of like the Rams in this game tonight, there's going to start to be some interesting chatter in San Francisco around Kyle Shanahan. Well, not quite sure what you have at quarterback here. I know it's Jimmy G, and yes, all he does is win. But bigger picture here. You know, the Niners went all in on Trey Lance, and it's sort of like Jimmy's still hanging around. It's like, all right, I don't have a date for the dance. I'll dance with you for a little while. I wonder if they have a quarterback as they move on, uh, you know, this entire season into next season. It feels like there's a myriad of possibilities right now for them, right? Like Jimmy could play really well and they bring him back. Um, Jimmy could play terrible and they move on and they, and it's Trey Lance's job. I guess I feel like at this point, it almost would be hard to go into next year with only Trey Lance. It feels like they'd almost have to give themselves another option. And that might be the thing that helps Shanahan out the most, even if the Niners have a down year, is ownership probably wants to at least have one year where they can see what Kyle Shanahan does with the guy they traded up to get the number three overall pick to draft. We're talking to Ross Tucker joining us on behalf of DraftKings, host of Even Money betting podcast, game analyst for CBS, Westwood One, also the Eagles on the call for the Bengals and Ravens next Sunday night on Westwood One. I was wondering why the NFL doesn't allow a third quarterback on the sidelines so you don't have Saquon Barkley taking snaps. Uh, can't you? What's the big deal if you have a practice squad quarterback who's on the sidelines in uniform 
and it's an emergency situation only. The only way he can get in is if the quarterback is injured. Is that kind of like the like the goalie in hockey who sits up in the booth until, unless there's two goalies yeah. get injured, and then the guy's like a plumber or something, and he goes out <laughs> on the field? I don't know if he's a plumber, but, yeah, you're right. But, but I love that. I love when the emergency uh, goalie is used. I do think the NFL should consider that. I guess the counterargument is, Dan, you're allowed to promote two guys from practice squad now. So you're allowed to have 55 guys on the active roster. You're allowed to dress more than you ever used to before. I think the NFL is really saying to people, hey, the onus is on you to have three quarterbacks dressing, like the Dolphins did, by the way, Thursday night. Thursday night, last Thursday against the Bengals, they activated Skylar Thompson, the rookie from Kansas State, to make sure they had three quarterbacks eligible. So – I like where your head's at, Dan. I think they probably should consider that. But if they don't, these teams need to think about it because, man, we had Bailey Zappi playing. You know, we've had some interesting quarterbacks out there. Saquon's taking direct snaps because you only have two. That guy's two snaps away. Then you have Dan Daniel Jones, who I think has a pretty bad ankle sprain out there. He can't really protect himself. That's probably not real good. Uh, not a real good look for the league either. Before I let you go, I'm curious about this with offense and defense. You played on the offensive line in the NFL. If you're the Lions offense and then you run into the Lions defense, let's say in the hallways or a meeting room, and does, does it get contentious? Because you're scoring. You're the highest scoring team in the NFC, and your defense is the worst defense scoring-wise, in the NFC. So what what happens when when those two parties collide? There can absolutely be tension, and I've experienced it. And unfortunately, it was because the offense stunk that I was a part of, (laughs) and the defense was awesome. And you just get some side-eyed looks. You can tell they're getting frustrated. Some of the guys might start making comments. Um, I've seen that a couple times. You know, there's not really another sport like it, right? Like, you know, I don't think the baseball hit. Do the baseball hitters get mad at the pitchers? I, I don't know. But, you know, basketball's continuous. Hockey's continuous. Soccer's con- like they're all part of it. But that's what makes football so unique. Most of your meetings, you're not even together. Like there's defensive meetings. There's offensive meetings. You're almost separate teams. And, yeah, the guys on defense, if they're – I remember in Buffalo, I think it was 2003 – our defense was awesome. We were struggling on offense. Those guys were getting very angry. And, you know, I didn't really blame them. Like, I, I, I'd I, be frustrated if I were those guys. too. They're playing their you-know-what's off, and we can't put any points on the board. That That's when it's really the coach's job and the leader's job to tr- really try to keep the team together. And remember, listen, like, it's not offense versus defense. We all have to do this thing together to try to win games. But absolutely, there can be tension. I don't know if Detroit's offense is good enough yet. I know they're scoring a bunch of points. I don't know if those guys are – this isn't Mahomes. This isn't like the Chiefs or Bills offense where I think it's a little premature for the Detroit guys on offense to get mad at the Detroit defense. But maybe if it continues, yeah. Thank you, buddy. Safe travels this week. Always. Thank you, Dan. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. 
I'm George Reister, host of the Reister or Wrong podcast. This is the intersection where sports, business, society, and pop culture meet the truth. Absolute fire on Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays. Facts only. Make sure you check your feelings at the door because no BS is allowed. We keep it 100. This is where real conversations happen. Listen to the Right or Wrong podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. Like, a lot. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my live sports and docs in one app. Like Giannis, The Marvelous Journey, and the National Women's Soccer League, both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. All in one app with one password. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Pelicero. He's supposed to have answers to this. The uh, NFL reporter joins us now. So walk me through this so I can understand how we got to this point, Tom. It's a a complicated question, Dan, because let's start with that game on last Sunday, a week ago, uh, against the Bills. We all saw the same thing on TV, which is that Tua gets up, shakes his head, takes a few steps, kind of loses his balance, takes a couple more steps, then his teammates kind of grab him. I think that everyone watching is saying that's somebody who has a concussion. He goes into the locker room, I think it was in the second quarter, gets checked out, comes out in the third quarter, and the word comes quickly from the Dolphins that 
It was, in fact, a back injury and not a head injury that Tua had suffered, which is how uh, he ends up getting cleared. And obviously, four days later, he's being checked every day. They're required under the protocols to check him the day after the game because he had a concussion check. They voluntarily do it just to monitor, just to make sure, each day leading up to the Thursday night game. And then he suffers one of the most um, horrific-looking concussions that we've seen uh, in the modern NFL. So while that's going on, the NFLPA, which initiated an investigation, which they're allowed to do under the CBA, right after uh, the Sunday incident, is beginning its investigation. The day after the Cincinnati game, they interview both the unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant and the uh, Dolphins team physician who had been in on the concussion check. By Saturday, they had informed the UNC uh, that they were terminating him. My understanding of why um, the unaffiliated uh, neurologist was terminated was a combination of he did not understand his role as the UNC, did not understand what he was supposed to be doing, even though, again, this is an individual who under the CBA has to be a highly qualified surgeon or neurospecialist. They're approved by the NFL and NFLPA until they're not. Um, but did not seem to understand that he did not work for the league, that he was there on behalf of the welfare of players, and then also that he became hostile uh, in the interview process, which led the union to believe that he did not have players' best interests uh, at heart, and therefore they exercised their right to terminate him. Now, I would also tell you, from what I understand, the league was not happy that they terminated him and that word got out quickly after they informed the player reps uh, that they had taken that step, which then leads you to the statement we had on Saturday night, joint from the NFL and NFLPA, saying they have agreed to address the gross motor instability, which is in essence the loophole that allowed them to say it was his back, not his head, and that gets him back onto the field. My understanding is they've already agreed on the parameters. They're working out final language as a process they have to go through uh, to finalize it, but that's going to be uh, changed here. But that statement also said the investigation's ongoing, to this point, I'm paraphrasing here, there's been no wrongdoing found. In other words, and no one at this point has ruled that Tua actually had a concussion last Sunday. And what the Dolphins told you this morning is the same thing that I've been told by many people involved here, which is based on all the medical information, he didn't have a, have a concussion. That still leaves open the question, number one, how did the doctors come to the conclusion that Tua's back, not his head, caused the stumble? And if the concussion checklist, as they call it, was fully checked and no protocols were violated, then it becomes, I think, relatively obvious that the public appetite and the player's appetite for what players should go back onto the field, that this fell below the line. But go back to what a former quarterback told me over the weekend. If you were at a party and you saw somebody get up and stumble and then stumble again, would you let that person drive? Well, and that's precisely what they're trying to eliminate now with these updated protocols. What the union wants here, and it's going to be some form of this, is eliminating the medical judgment aspect of the gross motor instability. In other words, if you stumble, you are out of the game, and there's not somebody deciding, well, it was because of this. And remember, these are doctors. You go to your doctor, you don't just say, hey, doc, what's wrong with me? Like You probably go, hey, my foot's hurting or my back's hurting. So the first thing they're doing is asking Tool what's going on. If he's saying it's my back, then they're taking that into consideration. Again, it's up to them to make the medical judgment. What this updated protocols will do now is say there is no judgment. 
you're simply coming off the field. But that also could potentially have unintended consequences, which um, for what Dr. Alan Sills, the chief, NFL's chief medical officer, told us yesterday is part of the conversation now. I mean, think about a situation where Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs a couple of years ago yeah. got hit, gets up, he stumbles, he's got a knee injury, his knee buckles for a second, and he wobbles and gets back up. Well, now is Patrick Mahomes being pulled off the field in a playoff game? If, in fact, the language is that clear, the answer will be yes. And now, when does this start, for Tom? When does... pulling off players from the field, even if they don't have concussions. Okay, but when does this new language get inserted here? Is this starting now? The hope is it will be for week five. Okay. That it will be in effect for week five, though by putting out that statement on Saturday, that was intended, if people weren't already, to put everyone on, in the league on notice that when in doubt, get them out. I think there were about a dozen players yesterday who were announced as being evaluated for concussions. The only one I'm aware of who went back into the game uh, was Justin Reed, the chief safety. Guys like Brian Hoyer, Tyrod Taylor did not return to the game. That's not abnormal. A lot of the players who get checked for concussions end up having concussions and being held out of the game. But I think it's fair to say everybody is on high alert right now, understanding um, the scrutiny here and justifiably so for exactly what happened with Tua. Yeah, I I still don't know why the doctor if the did the independent neurologist do his job? Uh, did the team doc the team doctor sent him back in as well? I don't know if anybody has a problem with that if he's facing disciplinary action. Plus, nobody's really addressed a back injury that led to it to have that reaction, Tom. That's what I don't understand here. That that appeared to be pretty serious to me. Well, certainly, and it's he was on the injury report with back and ankle injuries uh, during the course of the week. We don't know the entirety of what treatment um, was put into place there. Um, what we do know is what Tua said, which was that he thought it happened on a quarterback sneak earlier, and then it locked up. Again, we know what our eyes tell us. Yeah. There's also two medical doctors who are supposed to be making these decisions, which I think that you know, if there's one other thing that comes out of this, I think it's from all the coaches I've talked to with other teams, people who know Mike McDaniel, people who don't, everyone to a man says, this is literally why the protocols exist, is to keep the coaches out of it. So the coach isn't making the judgment. So to the extent that Mike McDaniel should override the doctors on their medical judgment, that, that's, a, that's a hard one. Coaches are, are taught to leave the medical evaluation to the doctors, take their information back if the player can go in, um, then he can go back in. But you know, to again, back to the point of what the process is with the team physician and the unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant, under the collective bargaining agreement, the team physician exclusively makes that decision. The unaffiliated neurotrauma consultant can ask questions to the player. They can offer information and opinions. It is the team physician who makes the call on both, does this player have a concussion, and can he return to play? Dr. Alan Sills said he's not aware of any situation that came down to a coin flip, and they educate everyone to, if there's two differing opinions, to take the more conservative opinion or remove the player, which tells you, in this case, both doctors agreed that Tua should be able to go back into the game, but it is ultimately the team physician's responsibility under the CBA. Talking to Tom Pelissero, the uh, NFL Network insider. By the way, Giants-Packers live on NFL Network Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern from London. Is there any protocol for AFib with uh, J.J. Watt getting his heart shocked back into rhythm here? That's that's something that we've seen. Um, usually there's a handful of players through the combine process every year who get flagged for irregular heartbeats. 
Um, AFib is not, I mean, I'm not in any way. It's, of course, it's not my heart. So for, I'm never going to call it a minor injury just because I don't have it. Uh, but it is something that's relatively common and they're able to do something with it. You know, JJ Watt going and playing a game uh, three days later, obviously, again, he and the medical doctors made the decision that that was going to be uh, something that was safe for him to do. So it's not completely unprecedented. I would certainly think that's something that they're going to monitor going forward. Um, but he went out and played like J.J. Watt and had a pretty big tip ball there late in the game. We brought this up in the first hour. You know, having a third-string quarterback on the sidelines without taking a roster spot, can you have – I mean, is that a big deal? I know you get to add two practice players, so you're up to 55. But can you have, like, a you know, an extra – goalie in hockey, you know, just something in case. So instead, Saquon Barkley is going to be your third string quarterback here. Well, they had that for years. I think that went away. I don't know off the top of my head, but I want to say around 2008 or so that they eliminated that rule. You used to have the third quarterback dress as the 46th man. And the change that they made to the roster rules was now you just get 46. What happened was a lot of teams started keeping up an extra linebacker or DB or something for special teams and so it's really only in cases where a player comes into a game with an injury right now that you see the third quarterback active on game day but we've seen i mean several situations here and i certainly think that with the um, updated concussion protocol that has to factor into people's thinking here which is that there's a higher percentage chance that a player could be taken off the field even if they don't have a concussion uh, for a precaution uh, you may see more teams uh, taking that into evaluation similar to how for a long time a lot of teams only carried two quarterbacks then COVID hit everybody started having a third quarterback then COVID also changed the roster rules you could have veterans on your practice squad you can elevate those players um, I, I would I would think that's something that teams are gonna have to address here everybody's got their you know their emergency quarterback and then the emergency emergency quarterback like I thought that was one of the <laughs> Interesting parts of the Patriots game yesterday was the reporters who cover the team going, well, Jacoby Myers is the emergency fourth quarterback, but he's inactive. We don't know who the fifth quarterback is, but you're one, you're one play away from, uh, from that coming into play. At least Bailey Zappi went out and for a uh, rookie from Western Kentucky, chucked it around pretty good. Um, most importantly, I'll save this uh, for last. And it's far more serious than the other things. Uh, DK Metcalf going to be listed on the injury list for uh, you know being carted off with that whatever tragic in- injury that he had in the game. I will say this for DK Metcalf, and you know this is always why I, I always hesitate to tweet or retweet when I see a guy on the cart who didn't have an obvious injury because there are different places. They've encouraged players in recent years to not go to the bathroom on the sideline, not to just have the two guys with towels and you're, you're under the Gatorade coolers relieving yourself. It is a hike. <laughs> in Ford Field because you got to go around the field, you got to go up the tunnel, and then it's like the second area up there. It's it's a tough place. When nature calls, there's like one little bathroom. And I know this uh, because <laughs> every game, it's one of the big things, Dan, that I'm I'm always conscientious of when I'm doing pregame hits on NFL sure. Network, which is how far am I? Where is it? What's the situation? I can tell you it's a two-stall bathroom that's accessible off the field. If not, you got to go all the way up and into the locker room. So it's smart move by DK. He, uh, he got himself back a little quicker. That's great reporting right there. I, why doesn't NFL Network do a, a story on best and worst bathroom situation and then talk to players about what that's like to try to get – man, this has got Sports Emmy written all over it. Might as well hand it to you here, Tom. 
Here's what I'm going to do, Dan. I'm going to make a TikTok just for you. I know you're big on TikTok. Oh, yeah. Uh, I will make it. I will start filming the bathrooms for the rest of the year, yeah. and we'll see if we can come to a conclusion by the end of this. Time. Yes, and I would like diagrams. I would like to have explanations here. Uh, but... You test me. It's like George Costanza in New York City. I can tell you the best restroom that the media is allowed to use in like every that. stadium in the NFL. Top of my head. I like that. Tom, thanks for joining us as always. Hey, Tom, Dan. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. The boundlessly capable all-electric EQS SUV from Mercedes-Benz with available transparent hood technology. So advanced, it can see through sheet metal. The vehicle's all electric. The feeling is all Mercedes. Learn more at MBUSA.com slash EQS SUV. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card... Right this way. It's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. With every CBD product claiming to do something different, it's nearly impossible to decide what's best for you. Lazarus Naturals pioneered the farm-to-front-door model of transparency where they handle each step of the production process to ensure quality, potency, and consistency. Scannable labels allow you to see the test results of your hemp batch so you can be confident in the safety and quality. Visit LazarusNaturals.com today. Lazarus Naturals, committed to improving your life as well as the world around you. Not available in Idaho, Iowa, or South Dakota.